Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! Don't you open your mouth about the best. Or you're going to send it for you real quick. L-O-B. Listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Lewis gets it to LeBron. For three for the win. Yes! LeBron mindset when you stepped in the batter's box? Go yard. I mean, I'm a pitcher. Why not swing as hard as I can? I got nothing to lose. It's nothing to man above. Don't put you in situations that you can't handle. Instead of saying, why me? They're saying this is what he want me to do. And, uh, Cleveland! This is for you! The way we approach the game is the same way we approach life. You do the right thing. You make the right play. Make the right play. And in life, it's the same thing. What do you feel in your heart is the right thing to do? And you do that. You know, it seems so simple, but sometimes the simplest things are the hardest things to do. And um, uh, I think it's just that. Welcome to what? The game. Me. To me. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. I know it's been a while, but we're back. What the game means to me. NFL season upon us. So, you know, of course, we have to get on and, you know, talk the game. But, of course, I want to introduce my brother, Thaddeus Bell. Got him on uh, again today. How you doing, man? What's good, man? Glad to be back. It's been a long time. I don't even know when the last time we did the show was. I say about like... Or the NFL draft. Uh, yeah, NFL draft day or the uh, day before NFL draft. So Crazy. About four or five eight. months. Really. Yeah. Like, really looking forward to the season this year. I'm not going to lie to you. This is the first time in a long time. Like, <laughs> not that I'm ready to podcast, but I'm ready to just talk football. Like, I'm hyped yeah. going into the season. I, I have questions still, but ready to look forward to the season and the amount of content we're going to do. Yeah. So, let's get to it. Yeah, this is probably, probably one of the yeah better seasons for both of our squads, to be honest. Like, it's still a lot of questions surrounding mine, for sure. But, I mean, we're in a weak division. We got a weak schedule. Who knows what's going to happen, so. Like you said, it's definitely a, a good time to be a, a you know, football fan. I know y'all have some high hopes based, you know, based off what y'all did last year. You know, making the playoffs probably should have, you know, advanced a little further, but um, you know, hiccups happen. But you know, anyway, I'm gonna say my team, we we may do something, we may not coming off a of seven and ten season, but we're, we're gonna see. But first, before we even hit into any of our uh, any of our teams, we're gonna of course bring back our little uh first segment today is gonna be our little something or nothing segment um one thing that kind of stuck out to me i guess i could i'm gonna get back onto my teams mo actually said in the chat um i think he threw in like a b john robinson um video and i've been seeing them you know throughout the weeks and it it, it kind of is starting to make it starting it was starting to make me kind of upset because it's like yeah one-on-ones of course like double moves like that's gonna be impossible to guard especially for a linebacker um and then like everything else that they're showing just kind of hyping hyping them up it's like all right like we got we just gotta, we gotta chill a little bit it's preseason i know he's uh highly touted you know obviously one of the higher uh picks for a skill position but that mixed in with um just everything that's happening with the running backs this offseason it's like kind of makes the pick look worse but it's like where else was we gonna go but something or nothing these preseason camp videos i seen that i seen uh 
with the George Pickens catch. It was kind of crazy, though. I ain't going to lie. Um, and then what else? Oh, Devontae Smith doing ladders. Just all that stuff, all that hype. Like, something or nothing to you. Are you ever buy into those preseason camp videos, or it's just they just there? Yes and no. Like, some people, you know, the scouts or people that are media members that are at practice every day, the people they're talking about, um, they might end up breaking out. But most of the time, like, everybody looks good in preseason. Everybody's balling out. Everybody's having the, the – in the best shape of their lives. Like, you know, they always hype up this stuff. But referring to the um, Pickens video, is yes and no. Like, it's something he – we know he makes acrobatic catches. Like, he's like a dead Ryan type of guy. But he's always – he's pushing off a lot in those videos. Yeah, I'm about to say every – Every, every video, video, every video is him pushing off, and they might call it or not. It's 50 50, but you never know. But it is something at the same time because I feel like him and Kenny Pickett do have uh, somewhat of a good connection. You know, they both weren't starters when they first came in for camp last year, so they got a lot of reps together last year. Mm-hmm. Now that they're both starters, you know, they have more rapport than he would have with Deontay Johnson or even Fryer Move. So um, it, it's something or nothing. And then rever- referring to the Bijan video, nah. That's nothing. Uh, asking a linebacker to cover a running back, a four-four running back in the middle of the field with no help, like it's just it's fifty-three yards. The, fit, the field is fifty-three yards wide, and you're yep. asking him to cover him on the option route. That's just that's not happening. Yeah, it's not happening. I don't. You can go. I don't know the best pass covering linebacker of our time. Ray Lewis wasn't the best in pass cover. She was straight, but you can't ask any linebacker to to cover running back one-on-one. Maybe a safety. But all that yeah. grass, no, that's not happening. So, yeah, they're hyping that up. And a double move, some of those plays were sacks. Like, some of the plays were mm-hmm. dead. Ball got to be out. So, yeah, it is. any rookie that's making a play or a nice catch or a diving catch with in shells or no pads on when they would have been laid out in 7-on-7, seven seven, I mean, with pads on uh, or 7-on-7, seven seven, it's all hype to me. So, it's nothing. Yeah, same here. Exactly what I was thinking. Like, especially, like I said, the Bijan videos and then, like I said, Couple of that with all the you know news that's been happening with the running backs this offseason. They having meetings and stuff about you know their market. You know, obviously there's still some that's unsigned. We don't know where Dalvin's going. We don't know where Ezekiel's going. So that you know mixed in with I think he has the highest guaranteed pay for a running back. Uh, Bijan does in, in their first year, something like that. I think he's getting like 11 million guaranteed or something like that. It's just crazy. So it's like all that mixed in. I was like, man. You know how we already kind of like the laughing stock for the NFL, and it's like we're supposed to have a little bit of expectations this year, but it's like I feel like it can easily just go right down the drain. And then on top of that, the every is like other videos I was seeing, like you know certain passes to uh, Kyle Pitts or Drake London, and even to Bijan, it'll always be like, I wonder who threw that. I wonder who threw that. I do be saying that because you know I live in Georgia. I got a lot of yeah. friends that are Falcons fans, so they be. They hate Ritter already. They treat him like Matt Ryan, and he hasn't even played a full season yet. I know, it's it's crazy. I I I mean, I understand it a little bit to an extent, but like you said, he ain't even played a full season. Um, like he has four games under his belt, went two and two. He didn't throw any interceptions, but I mean, he really he did kind of like a game manager. But I mean, he has a full season under his belt. He looked like he got a little bit stronger, but you know, maybe he settled. I've heard the last few days he's settling down a little bit. He's had you know better days with the you know seven on sevens and eleven on eleven. So. Hopefully, you know, come first snap of, you know, preseason and first snap of, you know, when it really counts, he looks a little bit better. But I don't know. It, it, those type of videos, I, I'm i saying they all are nothing. Like I, said, I mean, we know what Devontae Smith can do. Like you said, we know what type of you know, athlete George Pickens was, even seeing him in, in, at Georgia. 
you know, I, I just don't buy too much into these plays. Like I said, guys like, you know, of their caliber and their athleticism, they're going to make plays here and there. But, you know, just the overhype, I guess it's social media, obviously, they just be overhyping it. Um, so it's that one page, bro, real quick before we move mm-hmm. on, that one page, like, I don't, I, I don't think I've ever blocked anybody, but they might have to get blocked. So that rookie watch page, they hype up anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're tired of looking at it. Yeah. I would say they ain't crossed my mind too, too much. I've seen it. I know which one you're talking about. But like you said, yeah, they every single person, every single highlight is it's on there. They throwing something up there. So I don't know. Like I said, it's, it, they are nothing to me. But, you know, we'll see come uh, come the season. But next, something or nothing, Alvin Kamara spending three games. I think it was handed to him yesterday um, for his fight in, was it, Las Vegas? I feel like that was forever ago. Last but, year's Pro Bowl. Yeah, I guess it was, yeah, last year's Pro Bowl. It really feel like it was a long time. I don't know. But something or nothing. I mean, I guess this is a little bit of something. But do you think three games was enough? Like, did you see the video? I kind of faintly yeah. remember it. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember. I think for, if, if I am correct, like, he kind of he dog walked him. He kind of dragged you. But I don't know. Do you think the three games was, was, was like, kind of, or he should have got more? Uh, It's kind of. I can't remember in the past, like people got suspended for stuff mm-hmm. like this. Like I've seen people hit women, but not jump somebody. But I mean, it's something obviously when you get suspended in, I literally watched the video. I said, it's funny you brought it up. I watched it about three or four days ago and it was pretty bad. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're really killing them, but it was like three or four people, you know, hitting them and stomping yeah. the dude out. So for that to get caught on tape, he already knew what it was. Like he sound like he already took it on the chin and he was ready to move on and you know move forward from it yeah especially after meeting with goodell so he knew he was gonna get suspended i'm mad they waited so long like i mean i get it you gotta investigate and do all that but it's on video mm-hmm. no matter what he did like even if he did hit a woman or something y'all did get caught on camera jumping him four people jumping him so something was gonna happen regardless of what he did even if he was right or wrong like even if there was a reason for y'all jumping him I'm not saying they're wrong for jumping him. He could have did something crazy, like hit his mom or any something, something crazy. But the fact that it was on camera, Danfield had to do something about it. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, it, so yeah, yeah, yeah it's like they, the balls in there. Of course, like they. I mean, we judge the NFL for a lot of different things because the type of suspensions that they've handed out for certain things in the past. So, you know, they're they're never really consistent with the type of punishments that they do give out and hand out. Um, I mean, they are, but it's like consistent in a bad way. Obviously, like. Like you alluded to like certain um situations where we've seen where you know players have gotten caught you know you know beating or you know assaulting you know their girlfriends or wives or whatever the case may be um but i mean even with yeah like you know guys getting suspended maybe six games for that um and then all these players that's getting suspended for gambling for a, a year indefinitely it's nothing to talk nothing to talk about you go Man, it's, crazy. it's like it's crazy to me like Betting on the game, you you can get you losing your basically your whole career, but your whole check for the year two, you're not getting paid. Yeah, but you you can fight somebody three games, six games. Like what did, um, oh man, I might be tripping. I, I really can't remember. I, I should remember this because it was so vital when the Chiefs not winning the Super Bowl. But uh, Kareem Hunt. Oh yeah, um, his second year. Uh, I know he led the league in rushing his first year. But his second year, they were like. He got caught on video kicking the girl. I think it was mm-hmm. like 12, like it was towards the end of the season. And I think – I don't know if he got suspended for games after that. I'm pretty sure he did because I know he got released by the Chiefs. But yeah. I was, that was the situation I was trying to compare. Like he literally – I don't know what you call it. I forgot, like roundhouse kicker. He kicked the girl. He, he yeah. kicked the girl on camera. And 
I don't think he got a year anything crazy. Yeah, know? I think he. I think. Oh well, yeah, I think he had. Like you said, sat, maybe sat out the rest of the like got suspended for the rest of that year, and then I think he, he got, got suspended like the year. next year. Yeah, I think he got like what six games or eight games, something like he that. Might. I don't know, but he, he had a good amount of games for the next year. But like you said, I mean, he he been in the league ever since. So yeah, I don't know. Like you said, they, their their punishments aren't very consistent, but you know that's the NFL for you. But oh yeah, to me, like I said, I guess it's something. I'm saying it's something only because of like obviously it's something because of the context of what happened, but it's something because his team is. I mean, we really don't know what's going to happen in NFL in, in NFC South at all. Like, you know, right now, I think the Saints are supposed to be considered the front runners because, I mean, they have the most you know, experience overall on their team, but obviously, with you know, at the quarterback uh, position as well. Um, and, I mean, they still got a lot of playmakers over there, too. So, but I mean, these three games could be crucial. Um, who knows? And, you know, it may come down to the end of the season where it's a one, two game difference in who's going to win the NFC South. Because it, it could be, it's more than likely going to be a very, very, very bad. Like the winner of the division probably going to be closer to five hundred, in my opinion. Um, but I think the three games is definitely something because you know their season can go either way depending on you know how they come out those first three games. They go zero and three, one and two, or even be three and zero, be in prime position to take a take that division. So I don't know something in, in that course. But if you say I guess nothing because he already knew it was coming. You know, I don't know why they waited to the beginning of the season, but yeah, they, like, um, I mean, I understand it. Like everything, you know, you gotta have the due diligence, you gotta investigate, but it's right there on camera. It's not like you gotta gather evidence. Like the video was out a long, long time ago, and they waited. I, I really just don't get it, but they did what they had to do. It, it could have been worse. It could have been six games. Could have been eight games. Could have um, been a year. Yeah. <laughs> They broke. I, I'm pretty sure they broke his jaw or something. Like his. There, yeah, I remember. I remember yeah, eye, I think he broke his jaw. Or his eye, so the orbital bone, whatever. Um, but yeah, it was pretty rough. Yeah, but last one. I know. Uh, I'm sure you got a chance to watch the documentary as well, or some of the episodes. Quarterback. Yeah. Um, they featured, you know, reigning NFL um, MVP and uh, Super Bowl winning champ Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and. Um, former Falcons quarterback Mariota. Just I guess uh I guess we can get into thoughts on it afterwards. But something or nothing, there's something or nothing is there's a bunch of quarterbacks turning it down. I know they they said they talked to Dak. I think they talked to Lamar. Sam Howell even turned it down. Like a bunch of you know just a bunch of different quarterbacks in in, in a diff- bunch of different positions that have been saying no to it. So I know Dak was you know on record saying that they get enough media attention in Dallas, which is true. So I really wouldn't. I'm fine with him yeah, nah. not being on there anyway. I'm cool with him not being on there. But you know, why? Wh- why do you think you know so many? Like, I, in my opinion, I'm thinking, of course, like you know, they they kind of went to their personal lives a little bit. I don't know if they just don't want that or they just want to more so focus on the season. Like, I don't know where what it really could be. I mean, there's you know a few things here and there that we can maybe point to. But what do you think it is? Um, why they're turning it down? And do you think it's something or nothing? It's something kind of. You know, but you kind of already hinted at it. Basically, I don't think every quarterback wants their life broadcasted. Mahomes, it's kind of like he kind of set the tone of like the best quarterback in the league, mm-hmm. the best player in the league. Like he was on there season one and he won a Super Bowl. But yeah, you have somebody like you mentioned the media in Dallas, Aaron Rodgers, um, even Sam Howell. Who else turned it down? Um, 
Ah, uh, he's a start. I think not. Maybe Kitty Pickett or somebody like that. Like mm-hmm. for some people, young people like that. They're yeah. My mindset. I don't know if it's theirs, but I'd be like, you know, I haven't done anything yet. I haven't even established myself as the franchise quarterback. Like going forward, exactly. this is my first year starting. I haven't done anything in this league. I haven't won games like that. Why would I, you know, why would I put myself out there? And then for some people, uh, their stats drop off. They just have a rough season. It's going to be blamed on the doc, you know. Cameras are around you. You had too much going on. You weren't fully focused on the important stuff, yeah. film, all that stuff, you know. They don't want to hear all that stuff. I'm pretty sure they don't care, but they don't, you know, want to add unnecessary noise around their name if they're not, you know, playing as well. But I just don't think people, you know, some people are private. Like some people, yeah. I would if I was in the NFL, I would not care. If I was established quarterback, like a top fifteen quarterback, I wouldn't really care. Yeah. I wouldn't let it get in the way. But some people don't want that stuff around their their family. People don't want their personal life exposed. What they're yeah, doing, their house, all that yeah. stuff. Um, but talking about the show, like I'm okay. That's why I don't think they want to do it. But I think it's just like it's a hit. I could tell off mm-hmm. I'd say by the second episode that it was a hit. Um, yeah, I really like the show. I watched it in two days, honestly. Yeah, as I was, I think I did too. It was about two, three at most, but it might have been all. It might all have been one night. It was either one night or two for sure. But yeah, I definitely watched the whole thing. It was only what eight episodes, so. Yeah, and it makes you, you know, have a deeper appreciation. I already had a deep appreciation yeah, for quarterback, but it shows what they go through and what's on their table. You know, some people might call Kirk Cousins soft because he was like, "I need a day off." I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. It's his day away mm-hmm. from football, but it's a mental grind, and you got to do whatever you got to do to be ready. You know for Sunday. So yeah. I appreciate it. I enjoyed it. Mariota was okay. He was a little stale. You know, he yeah, he definitely was. Yeah, I was just I was about to hit on that. I'm like, I don't know. Like what's wrong with it, bro? Like he just wasn't I don't know if it was the cameras or like what it is if he's you know more like you said said more so private, personal, like with his family. But it's just like even yeah. like when they were showing him on the field, like you know, in, in practices and sometimes in the game. Like in the game, I think maybe the first game he was a little hype, but like everything else is like he just he, he just it just wasn't it. I mean, hey, and then like on the other side, you see the other side of the quarterbacks, Kirk. Like he, I mean, I mean, I already liked him, but he he's a solid dude. Like he doesn't really care. He's just chilling, does his own thing. His wife dresses him. He's just out there to <laughs> play football and win games. And then Pat, I already knew he was kind of cocky, but like you see, like the confidence side of him, like the way he was talking uh, to Crosby or. How he told uh Hershey ordered an Airbnb months before. Yeah. For him to say that the AFC is crazy, it's not gonna happen this year, by the way. But <laughs> just seeing the different sides of all the quarterbacks, I, I really enjoyed it. And I think a big name already signed up for next year, so I'm looking forward to it. I forgot the name. They just announced that they might be on it, and it's a solid quarterback. I forgot his name. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, yeah, because like you said, I mean, like you said, even you would think that Kurt might have been the most stale one, but I mean. He, like he has a personality like he has like a little bit of underneath personality even though it's like made just seem like he's just like a normal old, normal white quarterback but he, he was definitely I, I liked seeing his side of things as well like you said taking the day or two like take a day or two off, especially being you know a veteran and being a quarterback like i mean he, he should definitely get denied for that because i mean out of all the quarterbacks i was getting hit that's that's the one thing i wanted to hit on like i know it's sound effects and obviously like editing and everything that's put into it but some of them hits that he was taking, well, really all of them, but especially Kurt. Some of them he was taking, he just couldn't get up. And he was, like, moaning and groaning, like, trying to roll over. I was like, yeah. Like, obviously, we didn't play football. I didn't seen, I, I seen you get hit a couple times. But, yeah, like, the way he was getting – he was getting ate up on some of them. I forgot who it was and who they played. I think it was, like 
I don't know if it was a steal. It was somebody, but they ate him up and they told him to get up. I was like, yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, he's going to need some off days. Like, he was hurting, but. It's real quick. It's rough. Like, it's a quarterback. It doesn't matter the level. Like, you got to think about it. You're getting hit. And you know how, like, you'll see quarterbacks get happy feet and stuff. Hopefully, like, this documentary shows, like, why some quarterbacks get nervous in the pocket. They're not trying to sit in the pocket and take them hits. Like, I give Kirk credit. Sometimes he is a little gun shy or scary. Yeah. But for the most part, he be staying in there and taking it. Like, wait mm-hmm. till the last second. He's not shying from contact. So, it's kind of funny to see people finally realize, like, how the quarterbacks be getting beat up. And then you got to be pinpoint accurate. Like, you're not going to yeah. throw a repass from a clean pocket. It's, it's rough. Yeah. And they got to do it. They got to throw the ball at least, what, 35, 40 times a game. So, exactly. it's rough. But, yeah, it was, it was a dope show, real dope show. And I'm looking forward to the, you know, future seasons. Yeah. Prez asked a great question, actually. Before we uh, segue to the next, who would you pick for your three quarterbacks to be on the show next? You want to go first? I got to think a little deeper. I know, obviously, I know who one is, but yeah, I know, I know two for sure that I would want. Like, obviously, I think it, it may be easy to point to, but I kind of would want to see Lamar on there. Like, I mean, we kind of see his personality a little bit already, but I would like to see Lamar on there, especially like the storylines that I've always been talked about about him about the running back thing, and then you know. Obviously, his you know his off season just this, that just passed with the extension and everything. Um, I would like to see Lamar on there for sure, just to you know, just to want to see the, the, the behind the scenes stuff. Because I mean, obviously, I think we would relate to it, but then also just like all the other you know noise that be happening around him that he's always had to deal with. So I think it would be dope to see Lamar for sure. Um, outside of that, I would want to see. I'd want to see um, what you call it. Jalen Hurts, I kind of would want to see as well. It'd kind of be like a similar type thing. I mean, his, his, you know, from his story from college all the way to where he is now, like most people didn't, you know, think he'd be a Super Bowl caliber type quarterback. You know, obviously got his team there um, and, you know, more expectations this year. Um, so I definitely think I'd want to see see him as well. Um, I, think, I think he's like, I think he has, you know, chill type personality, but I think like behind the cameras, he, he'd be a firm personality to see as well. And then last one, I think I would want to see like I don't I don't know why. And it kind of just popped up randomly, but I think I'd want to see uh like Baker Mayfield. Like I kind of I don't like him. And but I think like his just like his his path now is just super weird. Um and now you know he's possibly he's, he's I mean battling out for the starting quarterback position for Tampa Bay, but I think he's gonna get it. But just like kind of like where he went from you know first overall pick to like people in Cleveland didn't really like him, and then like kind of like where he is now, I think it'd be a, a nice little storyline to like talk about and then also follow. So I think those would be my three at the moment. Uh, yeah, it's kind of I I know this is not gonna happen because I know they want like a franchise quarterback or a star or like a younger quarterback, but I'm taking like three established quarterbacks. So not established. Trevor's not established yet, but Trevor <laughs> number one obviously. Two was Lamar for me, for sure. Lamar mm. would be interesting. And then this is a weird one. I don't know why. I, I want to. I don't know why I want to see, like, one of the NFC North quarter – not uh, Cousins, obviously, but I think yeah. I want to see Jared Goff for some weird reason. I was yeah. going to say Justin Fields, but I didn't want to, you know. <laughs> that's kind of too bad. Oh, yeah, he's the one, he, didn't, he, he turned it down, too. I forgot. Yeah, he was the one that turned it down. Yeah, he's already tr- – I know why he turned it down. When I was talking about quarterbacks that feel like they haven't established themselves, like mm-hmm. I feel like his mindset is like people, you know, they, they are disrespecting him. People calling him a running back already and stuff, so he's trying to lock in and, you know, 
this is a big year for him. But those are my three. I say Jared Goff, Lamar, and Trevor are all three kind of like different personalities, even though yeah. Jared and Trevor are kind of like the same person. But yeah, yeah, those three. Lamar for sure, though. Lamar would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That, good question, Press. Appreciate that. We might have to post that on a. Uh on the network's page or we'll post it somewhere. Cause I kind of, I wanted to see what other people would think too. But um, yeah, after that, we're going to segue a little bit over into just NFL preseason, uh, not preseason, NFL, well, NFL preseason, but also um, some training camp talk, um, just some things that may be surrounding our teams, other teams, just doubts that, you know, we got coming to the NFL 23, 24 season. Um, so yeah, just I guess kind of like first impressions, outlook. We'll start on our teams. Obviously, we we always like to start on our teams. Um, just kind of things we've heard, things we've liked, disliked that we've seen in camp, things we're looking forward to, and expectations. Um, like I said, your team got a little bit more lofty expectations, probably than mine. Um, but what what would uh what are some of your first impressions of of camp and just things that you've heard about your uh, squad? Um, you know. Heard a lot of good things so far. This is one of the more talented rosters we've ever had, like not counting the 90s, but since then our, our good little four-year run, this is probably the second or third most talented roster we've ever had. Um, there's depth everywhere. We have backups that can make plays that are, you know, we'll have to hold on in the practice squad so other teams don't swoop up. I've heard a lot of good things, which I'm happy about. Uh, the tight end room, our second-round pick, Brandon Strange, he's been um, – a catch magnet. He hasn't, I'd say they say he's only let one or two passes touch the ground. So that's good catching the ball. Um, Garrett Prince, a guy that was on our practice squad all last year from UAB, second year guys making a ton of plays. And then we have Evan Ingram as well. So, like, if they're talking about trying to keep four or five tight ends, that's a good thing. Um, a lot of depth there. Our young rookies are stepping up in the secondary, which we really need because. I got to segue into that after that. Eric Howlett and Antonio Johnson. Antonio Johnson was something I was high on. Uh, we snagged him in the sixth round, and he was like a second or third round guy. And he's been making a lot of plays in the slot. Um, but to segue into that, talking about my team, the only thing I'm mad about from the offseason, we didn't make too many moves because we had a lot of people, you know, set in position, but we didn't address our defense at all. Mm. We didn't address the pass rush. Um, we didn't address the secondary. I mean, okay. Darius Williams is solid. Tyson Campbell's our cornerback one. And then our, our safeties are good, but our nickel corner, Trey Herndon, has been a problem for years. Like, okay, he had a nice little run when Jalen Ramsey got hurt, but he's not a consistent guy. He's not the guy you want started guarding. Ah, what are some of the slots? What if Tyreek Hill has to come in the slot? And we, yeah. we play man a lot. He's just not the best guy. When we played the Cowboys, every time CD Lamb uh, lined up in front of him, it was barbecue chicken. So, us not addressing our pass rush and our cornerback room is the only thing in the offseason that I really disapproved of. And don't get me wrong, Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen are really, really good players, like defensive players, but they're not the best pass rushers. Like I watch a lot of all 22 for my team and some other teams, but they're really good in the run game, like very, very good. Like Trayvon Walker is a, not top tier just yet, but he's in that top half of run defenders on the edge. He's really strong, really athletic, but – from sacks, you know, production, we need sacks. We need turnovers. He, They haven't really produced. Obviously, it's early, and we're comparing him to Aiden Hutchinson, who kind of, like, popped early on. So it's kind of tough being the number one pick who people talked about we are going to take over him for years. Well, not years, but months. And for, you know, him not to produce, I mean, 
it is what it is, but I just like to see a little bit more. And, okay, maybe he's a late bloomer. He's developing. He might develop by the end of the season or the back half of the season. Why not bring in a veteran that's known for pass rushing, you know, a Justin Houston or something like that. We let Ngakwe sit out there for a while, and the Bears swooped him up. They're, yeah. It's just annoying that there were a whole bunch of veteran pass rushers, and we didn't really do anything about it. Yeah. But other than that, you know, looking forward to the team. Obviously, you heard about the Calvin Ridley stuff. Offense mm-hmm. looks good and in sync, so that's good to hear. And I just I can't wait to see what he does because, as you know, he's a very good deep threat. And yeah. Going to give more opportunities for our other guys to Zay Jones, Christian Kirk. Everything the short and the intermediate game is going to be wide open because of him. And it's just going to it's going to make our offense that much harder to stop. So I'm looking forward to it, and I'm I appreciate you guys giving him away for nothing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would say they gave him away for nothing. I'm I'm looking forward to him balling now so we can get that second round pick in return, hopefully. Um, but I, I figure he was gonna to touch on him at some point. Um, yeah, but he's he's looked really good in, in you know in the videos I've seen in training camp as well. Like you said, I think what he heard is was it ankle or hamstring? It was something lower leg, right? Uh, no, he was having cleat problems. You know how it oh. is when you're breaking cleats. Yeah, okay, makes sense. So he he's gonna be all right. Problems. Yeah, so he's gonna he's gonna be straight, but yeah, I mean, same thing with my Falcons. Like I said, I, I alluded to it earlier in the show. Some of the videos, obviously, like the B. John Robinson videos, kind of annoying. You know, I guess people like to see him, but kind of annoying. Some of the you know passing videos that we've seen where, you know, either catches have been made or passes have been broken up, and everybody's like, oh, who threw that? Who threw that? Obviously, you know, either talking about Desmond Ritter. They could even be talking, you know, about our backup. But regardless – um I, those type of videos it's it's it just been annoying to kind of just see it see it on the internet like i said i know he has what they deem accurate accurate or being accurate he has issues with that um you know and obviously a few other questions around this game he doesn't have a strong arm either um but i think um i think arthur smith is gonna obviously hone in on that we've been a run first team since what the second third game of last year anyway so and obviously with the pickup of Bijan. He's going to help him in the run game and the pass game. And we still have, obviously, Cordell Patterson and uh, Tyler Argier. So, should be fine there. But the, the I guess the biggest thing, the things I've liked, I've seen out of camp, um, Clark Phillips. I knew he was going to be a good pick. Um, you know, I think he's a little he's a little undersized. But, I mean, he, he just has that heart. He has that dog. And he, he's a great man cover guy. Um, and I think they're going to try to play a little bit more man this year. Um, hopefully, you know a little bit more pass rush because of the guys that we supposedly signed in the offseason and then um you know bolstering up our secondary as well i think they got a lot of guys that can that you know can hold their own and play man so um he's you know another guy he might have a, a little bit of opportunity obviously with jeff okuda going down to say he should be ready first week of the season but you know you never know they might throw him in the slot they might throw him outside but he's been a, a really bright spot i think in um in the in our uh rookie draft class and then also um who we pick i think zach harrison um they they said he's, he's been playing well as well um playing off the edge he's had a few i've seen a few videos where he's he's pancake guys um and then we get to the ball pretty quickly and that's one thing that we've been missing as well like you said too like i know we, we signed a lot of defensive guys in the offseason um kind of like everywhere like all three levels actually but i kind of wanted you know that established veteran as well like obviously we got Clayus campbell but he 38 like can't ask too much. for a couple plays. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you gonna they're gonna throw him in third. Like, we need a crucial third down stop. Like, he's 38, bro, or 30. He's 36 or 37. He's somewhere in there. He's high 30s. He's not going. He's really in there just to be the voice of the locker room. So I kind of wanted, like I said, a, a more established veteran 
um, pass rusher as well that we could have brought in. But, you know, I guess they felt like they were done spending money. Um, so they kind of, you know, spread it out and gave it gave it to a lot of different spots with extensions and um, you know, two, three year deals as well. So um, now outside of that, Drake London still looks pretty good. I think he's in for a breakout season. Haven't seen too much of Kyle Pitts, but I think uh, they said he's on track and he looks he looks pretty healthy. I've seen like you know, a few plays the last few last week or so. And then um uh Matt Bergeron, I think I said his last name right, but I think he might end up being our starting right guard. Yeah, our starting right guard. No, not starting left guard, my fault, because I think uh he overtook I think Matt Hennessy's spot. Um, and that was another second round or third round pick that we uh, that we had this past offseason. So I think the rookies are going to help us a lot. Hopefully, um, you know, play big games, play big minutes for us. And hopefully we're primed for a winning season because we haven't had one since. 2019, 18, 19, one of those two years. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I, I just hope um, we're able to piece it all together and we're not able to know blow leads that we've been doing the past few years when we've looked good for the first three quarters and then just skunk it away in the fourth so i don't know that's the falcons for you that's definitely the falcons for us do you believe in rick i personally i'm gonna give them a chance and this was a topic i meant to put in but we can put it in somewhere when we talk about the storylines um because what all, all the all the people that came to jordan loves defense what it was it yesterday today mm-hmm. That, that was getting on Adam Schefter heavy, but um, I personally, I don't know. If, I don't think he's the long term answer, but I am willing to give him a shot this season. Like I say, he he got better each and every game last year in the four games that we got to see him. Um, he didn't really have much of, you know, a veteran presence or help. Um, when he was thrown into the starting spot, as we saw with the quarterback documentary and just knew overall, Mariota left the team, I guess, to get surgery and focus on next year who he was going to sign with. So. Which I personally I meant to touch on it when we were talking about it. That was bullshit to me. That was straight bullshit. Like you, you could have did that, but also been you know. I'm not saying you have to look out for Ritter or like be there to be that veteran presence, but don't just up and leave the team just because you getting benched. That's crazy, bro. Like that's that's kind of wild to me. But um, yeah, I personally to answer your uh, question, Anthony, I don't believe him as the long term starter. But I'm willing to give him a shot this year because I feel like we have enough. We have enough playmakers to kind of help him transition and, and be a be a solid quarterback for us. But I don't think he's the answer overall. Um, but what do you think, Dad? What, what do you think of like the the, fir- the four games you saw him from last year? What do you think he uh will do? For I him? didn't really watch too much of it. The one game I did watch was the Ravens game, and he looked pretty decent at times. Well, him, I know for one thing, him and Drake London have a. Real, they have a good connection, connection yeah. but a pretty solid connection. You could mm-hmm. tell, like, right off the jump. But I mean, he looked all right. It's kind of weird. Tell me if you agree. Like, people from Atlanta, they want something extra flashy. Like, they didn't. Matt Ryan was a yeah. Hall of Famer. He's not going to the Hall of Fame, but he was <laughs> one of those players that was, you know, kind of close. Like, Philip you don't Rivers. think he's going to the Hall of Fame? No, nah, I don't. I don't. I think he's like really close to getting in, but I don't think he's going to get yeah. in. Yeah, I guess I can see like, it. Falcon I think fans he, were content with yeah. him. I don't know what I don't know what y'all deal is, but ever since Mike Vick left, y'all want a flashy quarterback. A quarterback is going to run around and throw it seventy yards. Why not just get a winner and a, a solid 
But you know how the city is. Like, especially if you're talking to a specific like demographic of Falcon fans, you know how. Yeah, that's black black people, black Falcons fans. Exactly. Yeah, we we can say it. Yeah, black Falcon fans don't want no white quarterback. They fell in love with, especially like older heads. Some it'd be some some our age that that kind of be like that. But yeah, I don't I don't know. Then no one will ever admit it. But Matt Ryan was has been the best quarterback in our franchise. Okay, listen. I saw this on Twitter the other day and I almost tagged you or sent it to you. Another guy was like, uh, he was complaining about how, I guess Matt Ryan's uh, jersey is going to get put up one day. I'm pretty sure it is. Mm-hmm. I'm 99% sure it is. Yeah. And they're like, Mike Vicks is, Mike Vicks isn't up there, right? Mm-hmm. No. All right. And they were like, how, how Matt Ryan's jersey going to get hung up with Vicks not? And I wanted to comment, <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to just let it go. He's, he was a better <laughs> quarterback. They just don't get it. They're not. Yeah. They're not impressed with anything unless they look like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or yeah. Lamar or Jalen Hurts. Those obviously don't grow on trees. Like, we're not getting those. And then people are still talking about why we didn't get Justin Fields. Like They wanted Deshaun, too. Remember that. They wanted Deshaun yeah. bad. True. I mean, yeah, they they went after him. They And that's why we ended up without Matt. And that's why we're in the situation that we're in now. But, I mean, it, in, in the end, it, it shouldn't have went down into the way it went down with Deshaun. You know, trying to go get Deshaun, not telling Matt and everything, but it ended up working out in our favor, I would say, because we ended up getting off Last a lot ago. of money, got off a lot of money. Obviously, was able to spend it this off season, and you know, turn things kind of kind of around quickly. I mean, it's still up in the air because we don't know what's going to happen this year. But you know, I think it was a, a blessing in disguise. Essentially, I mean, I wasn't ready to let him go, but the type of style of offense that Arthur yeah, Smith ran, we I knew that coming into the year when he got hired. I'm like, it doesn't even fit. So it's like. He wasn't Listen, gonna be man. there long anyway, so it's so whatever. Listen, bro, you watched that last season in Indy. We played him twice. I will say the mm-hmm. last game, this is when I almost threw my towel in the Jaguars. Man, <laughs> he threw for 400 against us. Yeah. But that last season was bad. You can just tell when like it's time for somebody to hang it up. Same with Tom mm-hmm. Brady. You could just tell this yeah, year, man. like Father Tom kicks in quick. But yeah. I was saying all that stuff before we move on. I was saying all that stuff about Ritter and comparing Matt Ryan and uh, Michael Vick to say, give your quarterback time, please. Mm-hmm. Give them time. Like, it's a slow process. Like you said, those quarterbacks don't grow on trees. Josh Allen didn't really pop. I'm not saying he's Josh Allen. He's not. But <laughs> Josh Allen didn't pop until almost in a year two. So, and he had a full year starting before that. So, just yeah. give your quarterback time. And, you know, let's see what he does. Maybe he's really good. You never know. You guys have, I wouldn't, maybe enough weapons. You know your team better than me, but you guys have enough weapons to see if he can play or not. Yeah, I think we still that. I wait when going back to the signing before we move on. I would have rather them I'd rather them signed one more like kind of playmaker at wide receiver, and then um like I said the the edge rusher. But yeah, because like wide receiver wise, like we have Drake London, then our wide receiver two is Mac Hollins. Like he's more so like a pass, like a a, a, a run pass blocker. Like he's not really someone that we finna be throwing to a lot. So. And then the next in line is what Cordell Hodges or something like that. And then yeah, receiver Darby, yeah, receiver room is ass for sure. So I don't, I don't know. I'm hoping they they pick up somebody. I, Jarvis, did Jarvis Landry sign with somebody? I know that was a name that kept. Saying. That's a crazy name. I didn't even think about. I don't yeah. even think he he might. No, he's probably still in the Saints. I think he was a free agent. I don't know. They kept, they kept saying he he was out there. So. I don't know, but it's crazy. I'm not right in the Hall of Fame, but Tony Romo is. That's all I'm thinking. Like, you think 
I don't I think Tony and Matt are in the same exact boat. Like I do think me personally, like I do think Tony Romo was not, I don't think he was better. I don't know. Matt Ryan was better, but I like Tony Romo more. I did I thought his peak was I can't say that. Yeah, I'm they never got did they never they never got to the NFC championship. No, like they, they always the, get they always get bounced in that second round, if that. They first lost round. the Green Bay, yeah. and then they lost the um the Giants the year they won the Super Bowl the first time in 07. Because I remember they had T.O. and they were the number one seed. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That was a tough thing he said. I don't I don't necessarily think that Tony Romo. Romo don't got no MVP, do we? That's the nah, one thing I'm like I'm holding on to. I'm like Matt Ryan, his numbers, his career numbers are better. He's lead, he, he leads our franchise in, in pretty much every obviously every passing. Statistical he just had to win category. that Super Bowl, bro. If he would have won yeah. the Super Bowl, he'd have been a lot. But but Tony, yeah, nah. Before we move on, Tony, like I think Tony was a little better. I don't know. He was he was in that top five, top ten category for a while. I mean, Matt Ryan was up there too. It's kind of hard, but. Yeah, they're they're real close, but they're not getting in. If I had to, you know, vote on it, they're right there. Yeah, I think eventually, like it'd be one of those. Obviously, later on, or yeah, later on, like event, like just way later on, it's probably gonna happen for both. But um, yeah, first impression. I mean, we already hit on our first impressions for our teams. Real quick, before I guess we move on, just outlooks on like other teams. Like, obviously, I didn't see much of it, but you know, the Hall of Fame game was yesterday or two days ago. Um, mm-hmm. so. You know, obviously Aaron Rodgers didn't play, but Zach Wilson did. Um, and then was it Peoples Johnson? What that uh DTR yeah, DTR Robinson. Yeah, Robinson. I don't know why I said Peoples Johnson. Yeah, uh Robinson. So no, he's on Peoples Jones is on the team, but he's not I'm tripping. People Jones is the wide receiver, but um they said he looked really good. Um I didn't I didn't catch too much of the game. Uh, I knew it was close to I think I watched like the last drive and then whoever was the third, fourth stream quarterback through a pick to end the game but um this you know outlooks for his impressions on just other teams that you might have seen might have heard of who's been doing well in camp stuff like that uh, i've heard a lot of good things about zay flowers i'm really just looking forward to the that afc north as a whole like the browns you know they're they get it's talked about every year and they don't they never put it together but i feel yeah. like this, the first year they have you know quarterback full off season the roster is looking good on both sides of the ball the ravens Sports. are stacked yeah, you said Jim Schwartz. Yeah, I so said got got him as a defensive coordinator. DC, yeah, he's a very good DC. Uh, the Ravens finally surrounded Lamar with some help. You know, OBJ is not OBJ from the Giants, but he's still solid. Zay Flowers, um, Rashad Bateman coming off an injury. If he can stay healthy, he looked good when he was healthy. He like the, the AFC North is gonna be crazy. I'm so glad we're in. I'm yeah. in a sweet division. You're in a sweet division <laughs> too, but I'm so glad the. Being the AFC South because the AFC is crazy. Like yeah. when you think about it, we talk about it later on in the season. Like some of the names when you write down all the quarterback names, like some of the quarterbacks that are not going to make the playoffs is it's insane. But mm-hmm. the Browns, the Ravens, obviously, I've been paying attention to the Titans a little bit. I feel like people are sleeping on them. I still think we're going to win the division, but as long as Rabel's the head coach and they have Tannehill and they have Henry. They always got a shot, yeah. And he has his eyes on that defense. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough sledding. But those are the main three teams, you know, that I've been looking at. The Dolphins, too, from time to time, because the mm-hmm. AFC is going to be crazy uh, looking at them. I just think, honestly, the only thing that's stopping them is Tua's health. Um, when he was healthy, you know what they look like. And it just makes me think how crazy the playoffs are going to be this year. I know, like, 
I don't want to rush through the season because it always goes by so fast and it hasn't even yeah. started yet. But the playoffs are going to be crazy because I have no idea who's going to win with yeah. this crazy AFC. So, yeah, yeah basically those are the three or four teams that I've been paying attention to and having eyes on. I haven't really paid attention to the NFC as much, you know, as usual. Not yeah. much, too. Yeah, I was in the last few years, it's definitely flipped. Like, I remember when the NFC was way tougher, top heavy for sure. Like, you know, the, the mid 2000 2010s. And then it just hit a flip, like 2017 ish. Like whenever Mahomes and all of them obviously in the league, like it started, yeah. it started, to, it started to flip. AFC. Y'all division was kind of crazy back then. Now that you brought that up, though, the, yeah. not crazy, but y'all had Cam and Drew Brees. That was they mm-hmm. were eleven win teams almost every year. Not exactly. almost every year. The Panthers had bad years, but still. Yeah. So it is definitely flip. The AFC is very, very, very top heavy, middle heavy. Everything heavy, like there's a lot of good teams in, in on that side of the ball, which gives me even more hope because, like you said, NFC, not much there anymore. But um, going on, kind of like to the biggest kind of like storylines that you know we've had throughout the offseason going to this upcoming season. Um, some of them, uh, obviously, Sean Payton being the head coach now of the Denver Broncos, and what do you say, uh, about uh. Nathaniel Hackett the other day, he said he, it was the worst coaching job he's probably ever seen. Said um, a lot of things uh, that he shouldn't have said. He was punch drunk on the mic because <laughs> he was just he just let it fly. Um, some of those things you just keep in house. I'm pretty sure a lot of people thought it was a terrible coaching job. I remember watching the first game versus the uh, Seahawks and the clock management at the end. I was like, yeah, this mm-hmm. guy's unaware. He oh, yeah. Yeah. Too big. About that. yeah. That was god awful. That was that was one of the worst blunders. And like I said, clock manager we've seen in a minute. You don't even see that in high school. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was too much. What are your comments on that though? What he said? Yeah. I mean, like you said, yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably a little distasteful. I guess he's just being honest in a sense. But like you said, just not not professional. I guess that you would want a head coach to go about it. But I mean. Is that champagne? I guess that is champagne. I mean, that's kind of been his like mo throughout his his career. I mean, you know, stuff with Downey Gate, like even stuff that he just said when he was on on air, um, he was on Fox this past. So I mean, it's just kind of I mean, maybe that's just kind of like him. That's his personality, which I mean, you, you know, I guess take it or leave it if you like it or hate it. But I mean, like I said, it's just it's not something that you'd want to see from your head coach, especially now that you're leading that team and it's, they still have you know a good amount of those players that um was on that squad last year. So, I mean, you don't want to, you know, kind of put a bad taste in their mouth either. Like, you know, you're the, you know, supposed to be the, you know, the leader in a, sense, in a sense of the team. And you're kind of talking about the job that they did in, in a sense as well. Cause I mean, like, it's not all on Nathaniel Hackett. Like, yeah, he, he had a lot of coaching blunders. They had a, a very bad season, especially when they had high hopes going into it. But, you know, like you said, just want to keep some of that stuff in house and, you know, just build on what they're doing and try to do this upcoming year. Um, so yeah, but outside of that, I mean, other big stories, obviously with the, the quarterback battle, it's not even really a battle, but just like mm-hmm. the, the, I don't know, the quarterback's room in, in San Fran, like, what do you think about that? It's like, they I feel like they always kind of start out the year like this, doing stuff like this. Like they have like two, three guys that it's a possibility that they are supposed to start or something happened to them. So like now they, they made one lost their starting spot, one rises to the. You know the top end. Now they got 
two for two oh two first round picks of quarterbacks sitting in the room, and then Brock Purdy, and Brock Purdy's the one that's supposed to be starting the season. So, kind of, what do you think about that quarterback battle? What do you what do you think they're going to do with Trey Lance too? Like, you think he's he's there throughout the whole season? Team, you know, you never know. I guess a team team may have a major injury at quarterback, and someone makes a move in a panic to try to trade for him, something like that. What do you think happens with that quarterback room? Uh, this is, I mean, obviously it's not a battle. If Brock is healthy, he's going to play. But it's just, I mean, it's better than nothing. I'd say this is, well, I don't know. Trey Lance is okay. I would say it's a top-tier quarterback room. But that-wise, like Sam Darnold is a good, pretty good backup. He can win some mm-hmm. games for you. And Kyle Shanahan over the years has shown that he can pretty much win with any quarterback. And Sam Darnold's talented. If he can get him in a controlled environment, I feel like he can, you know, get the best out of him. But, I mean, um, I think it's a good thing to have. Like, obviously, you want your guy. Two quarterbacks is not good. Like, two quarterbacks neck and neck isn't good. But to have three quarterbacks that can play or serviceable, you know, is okay. But to speak on Trey Lance, I kind of feel bad for the dude. You know, he was an FCS guy, so a lot of people already doubted him. And then he was drafted over Mac Jones, Justin Fields, um, and – People talk about for years all the Niners need is a quarterback and a quarterback that will stay healthy. And, you know, he just – first year he had to sit out. He was learning. This year they gave him the keys. He broke his leg second game of the year. And then Purdy comes in and wins seven games and almost takes him to the Super Bowl. And he, they might have gone to the Super Bowl, might have won if he stayed healthy. Yeah. Just a tough situation. Like if Purdy goes two and five, three and four, it's a QB competition in, coming into the season. But the fact that he went seven and no – and he didn't flinch in the playoffs either. Like, you can't sit this dude down. Like, no matter yeah. <laughs> what you invested or given up to get Trey Lance, and this dude was Mr. Irrelevant, got to put the best players on the field. I mean, you just got to eat it now. That's what the, I think that's what the Niners are kind of doing. doing. But, like, the, I'd say the moment they trade him is when they really, you know, throwing in the towel. But mm-hmm. I just feel bad for the dude because, I mean, okay, he's not the best quarterback, but he hasn't been given a full – Sample size. Right. Exactly. He had, he literally, this season, he had the, the monsoon in Chicago the first game of the year. No, no quarterback wants to play in that. Play in that, yeah. Somebody off the monsoon. If you have to wear a glove to throw the ball, come on now. Uh, <laughs> and then he breaks his leg in what? The second quarter or late first? Like he didn't even he didn't even get a fair share of fair, uh, fair shake at it. So I really exactly. wanted to get traded, but I feel like the Niners kind of don't want to do that. And they're holding on because you never know. If Purdy stays healthy the whole season, he balls out. Trey Lance is gone. But if he gets hurt, he, he's right back at the you know the totem pole with another opportunity. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. I just feel bad for the dude because it's not like he's played. He's not like Zach Wilson. He's played a year and a half and it's been mm-hmm. terrible. Dude hasn't even got the start more than five games. He played a couple games last year and he got hurt because yeah. Kyle Shanahan was running him like he was prime Cam Newton, but <laughs> he just hadn't got an opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I. I had heard rumors that the Falcons may have tried to trade for him. I don't know how much truth there was into that. But, I mean, who knows? Like I say, come down. It, 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 they're in a good position, like you said, because, I mean, we don't really know what, too much of what he can do by me, what he went. Was it third overall? Third. So, yeah, he went third overall. So I mean, And he traded up. Remember that. Like, I think this pick. Oh, true, yeah. Trade up with the Dolphins. I think that pick turned into Waddle and something else. So mm-hmm. and I think it was the other it was the it was Waddle in the first round pick they traded that the Dolphins traded to get Tyreek Hill. So. Yeah. yeah. Hey man. 
it's a lot, like you said, it's a lot invested into him. So I mean, like he's he's gonna be in that quarterback room and until you know something's finalized, a decision made, like you said, Purdy balls out, or he may be right back in that spot, depending on you know if there's an injury that does happen. I think he's third in line right now, but you know who knows? Or someone could say someone may just trade for him because they may end up being needing a quarterback. But outside of that, like I said, we kind of touched on it in the beginning, but the Jordan Love, um, you know. Jordan Love story with Adam Schefter. Um, it's more so, I guess, about what, what, like what's going to happen with them. Obviously, they traded Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love is now, you know, prime to start and be the leader uh, of that team. But I mean, that team just honestly, I don't want to say a rebuild, but it's remodeling, I guess, <laughs> of that team. So I mean, I don't really know. What we're going to expect from them, what's going, what you know, the type of team they're going to be um, throughout the year. But uh, what what do you think of them, and what do you just, what do you think of Jordan Love as a whole, like with the Adam Schefter situation? Like he went a little too far with uh, saying that he's not, he's not an NFL quarterback, or you know, Schefter's job is to report the breaking news. I don't want to really like hear him talk about. Oh, he doesn't. <laughs> he's capable he's not good a good throw with the football i don't think that's shefty's thing i'm not yeah. trying to be rude or anything he's not i wouldn't say a legend he's maybe he's a legend in the, uh in his field but that's not what he should be doing you need to stick to journalism that. yeah stick to journalism don't take shots you're not a journalism that played he he might have played but i doubt it not even in high school but so for him to take a shot at a quarterback like that I just hate how they do this stuff. Like they, they take all these shots or have all these negative things to say, but as soon as the quarterback gets a chance and becomes a star, like they're their biggest fan or they have nothing bad to say about them or no shots. I mean, I guess it's how it works, but it's not like Jordan Lowe's out here tooting his own horn. He's out here just handling business and trying to mm-hmm. play football. But to talk about the Packers, um, I'm honestly just interested in that whole division as a whole with A-Rod going, <laughs> you know, it's, it's up for grab. The Vikings – Got rid of their whole team. Not their whole team, but a lot of key players. Yeah. They didn't resign. The Lions finished the season real hot, but you never know. They could finish the season hot and then completely, you know, fold with back out like the Lions, yeah. Yeah. Like the Lions, the Packers. I mean, what? All right, let me talk about the Bears first. But the Bears spend all their money basically (laughs) surrounding Justin Fields with a lot of weapons and, you know, give him an opportunity to show if he's the guy or not. But the Packers, I mean – they have an opportunity to take it. A lot of people have them third or fourth, but, you know, that defense is still there. They didn't lose anybody on the defense. Um, still have Aaron Jones. Still have their offensive line. I know Tanya left, but I think, you no, know, Tanya went to the uh, the Bears, yeah. matter of fact. But, you know, you still, you still got most of the supporting cast on the team and all, like, the key players. And I personally think, the same thing I said early on about Kenny Pickett and uh, George Pickens is the same thing that's kind of happened with Jordan Love and um, Romeo Dobbs and Christian yeah. Watson. Like they weren't immediately, you know, starting. They were behind Lazard and maybe somebody else. So they got a lot of reps together in the preseason. And I, I just feel like their report is better than people are giving them credit for. So when they get out there, it's not going to be as, you know, it's not going to be a, a four to six week adjustment period. I feel like they're going to kind of hit the ground running because they got a lot of reps last year. So. I'm interested to see um, what he does. He's been sitting for a while. I know usually, you know, when quarterbacks are really, really good and they, they're not playing, there's a lot of stuff you hear in practice and training camp, but we haven't heard too much about it. But maybe he's just a gamer. Some guys are better in the games than in practice. So 
I'm just interested to see what they do. Um, he's walking into a good situation. He, it's not like he's taking over for who's a terrible roster. He's not walking into the Cardinals roster. Like he's walking right. into a, a fringe playoff team that would have made it if they handled business. And I, I feel like he's going to do do well. Um, I mean, we'll find out, obviously, but I'm optimistic about how he's going to be. It's not like he looked terrible when he played. He looked okay in his one-star versus the Chiefs and people bashed him because he didn't look like A-Rod. But yeah. I think the Packers are going to be okay. That, I really don't know who's going to win that division if he, like – yeah. Today, it's, it's yeah. If them in the NFC South, probably the two most tossed up divisions. Like we just have no clue what's going to go on. To be honest, like you said, like I guess if we had to pick out of that division, just because they have a little bit more seniority. But I mean, they did lose everyone, like you said, the Vikings. Maybe it's like Vikings and Lions. Those are probably the top two. Um, just like with the NFC South, is probably. I mean. I guess it's supposed to be the Saints out there that it, it, it really could just fall either way. But like you said, you mean he's not going to a terrible situation. Like you said, he still has vets around him. Obviously, he has Aaron Jones. Um, he has two pretty good second-year receivers in Dobbs and um, Watts, like you said. And then um, you know, still a defense, solid defense and a good co- head coach as well. Um, what's Ken saying? I'm a Cowboys fan. I don't know who's calling Grandma <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, Anthony, he said, I mean – he was a very good quarterback during his time, and I just feel like he, he played for the Cowboys, so he got. A I would never say he's a Hall of Fame caliber player, but like you said, he did have some solid years for sure. Um, it was some years that y'all definitely were supposed to go a little bit further than which I did, but I won't say it's because of him or not because of him. But I would never call him a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. But yeah, I don't think he's getting in the Hall of Fame. I think Matt Ryan definitely would have a bigger shot than him, but you know. Eventually, everybody gets kind of into the Hall of Fame somehow, somewhere, especially in the NFL. But not Romo though; he has one playoff win or two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why he, it should be a definitely no, um, definitely, definite no for me. Yeah, I don't but, even. Does Ken can Ken can correct me? What is I he kinda, have? Playoff win or two? It was definitely. I think I feel like be somebody the, the year they lost to the Packers, but other than that, the year they lost to the Giants, they had the first round by. I remember that year, but uh, yeah. This is good, Ken came back. I actually was about that kind of segue into talking about the Cowboys for a few minutes, only like two, but I wanted to kind of just, like I said, one, this is what we were just talking about, biggest storylines. You know, they've been kind of in news, obviously. Didn't sign Zeke. Tony Pollard is going to be starting uh, running back. Mike McCarthy is taking over the play calling on that offense after Kellen Moore is gone, and they picked up Brandon Cooks. Um no speedy wide receiver. So, I mean, a lot of different changes on that offense, but they're expecting a big year. Um, and obviously they were able to retain Dan Quinn as well um, and sign Diggs to all, you know extension. Defense looking, you know, pretty much the same as last year. So just what are your thoughts kind of like on the Cowboys? Like, do you feel like they're going to kind of take that next step, second in line to the Eagles still, or are they going to take that division? I'm going to be honest, the division in the NFC is kind of open for grabs in a way. We kind of know who the, the top three teams are. You got the Niners, the Eagles, and the Cowboys. I, they can dethrone the um, the Eagles, in my opinion. I know the Eagles have a very good roster, and they had a very good draft and added on to it. But we see a lot of teams have Super Bowl hangovers when they lose. Yeah. I would like, I'm a Jalen Hurts believer, but 
before this year, there are a lot of questions about him being a franchise quarterback. Like they brought in AJ Brown to see if he was going to be that guy. And he had a really good year, had a great Super Bowl, but do we know he's going to have that same exact year? You never know. So I honestly think the Cowboys can overtake them. They have a pretty good roster. They need to pay Zach Martin so he can come in, but <laughs> the defense is going to be the same as long as Dan Quinn is there. They have a lot of good safeties. You have J. Ron Curse, Lee Cooker that just got paid a lot of big safeties. J. Ron Curse is a very big safety. Mm-hmm, you got yeah. a lot of underrated safeties. Um, you need to fix that second cornerback slot. I know you got Gilmore, but he's, you know, He's older Gilmore. He's not the 2018 Gilmore. So, I mean, there's an opportunity. At the end of the day, in my opinion, it just comes down to Dak. Um, he had to play better in the bigger games. I know, like, he has some moments where he does play well, but, like, that game versus the Niners, it was kind of there for the take. In a low-scoring game like that, like, if you're that guy, you got to go win it. I know it's a defensive slugfest on both sides, but I just feel like, I don't know. You just got to You just gotta win some of those games. I, me personally, I don't dislike Dak. I just think he's been overhyped a lot, you know, mm-hmm. coming into his career. Like he came into a perfect situation with two or three Hall of Fame, no, three Hall of Fame linemen, um, yeah. a, a young Zeke uh, in his prime days. I know he faded off right after Dak came, but I don't know. I, it's time for Dak to, you know, take that next step. Like he's there for the taking. We were just talking about how stacked the AFC is. The NFC, like, I know it's the NFL, all teams are good, but. Outside of the Niners and Eagles, what other team can we say right now is better than the Cowboys? Like, it's right there. It's there for the taking. If you're going to go any year, you can go now. The Eagles, they're very good. Don't get me wrong. But we don't know if we're going to get the same Jalen Hurst. They could go nine and eight. Yeah. The Niners are going to be good. But you just never know. Like, yeah. I'm ready. I, I really don't want the Cowboys to win anything because it's gonna make their fans more insufferable. But yeah, this is the year. I, I really feel truly feel like it's this is the year for them to take over. Exactly. You think you said I couldn't agree more, just like Ken said. Like real good if any year was the year it'd be this year. I literally I just tried to think of another decent team besides those three in the NFC. And I really can't do it at all. Like I'm I mean, I guess and I can't I would not I like the Giants are they supposed to be okay? Like they were like just like the Vikings. I was gonna say something when you said something about the Vikings being the, at the top of the NFC North. Like they won a lot of close games last year. That's exactly. not a guarantee. You could easily what did they call? Yeah, on the other side of those this year. Yeah, right? five and twelve. Yeah, it's a Seattle with Geno. That's what I was thinking them. I was like, I, nah, to say about I that think later. I think that was I. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not into it i think it was just a it was great circumstances that happened last year they 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 rallied they probably all rallied around the hate of russell wilson and they just started winning games and just just ran off a few but i mean i think Gino will have an okay year this year but i just don't think they're going to be able to replicate the same success that they had last year i think it's it's going to be tougher go around this time and like i said we hadn't before last year hadn't really i mean obviously gino's been in the league for a while but I always kind of go back to to this, and it may not fully apply, but I I remember one time we had a, we had a show, and you would always say like, especially like with rookie quarterbacks or just players in general, like once you get tape on them, like yeah, nah, like you, right. you can you can game plan for it. It's like obviously we've seen Geno for a while, but like he played a little different last year, in my opinion. Um, and I don't know. I think I think I think he's just not gonna have the same amount of success, but. 
it's crazy to say Seattle's the fourth best team in the NFC right now. And it might possibly be true. It could be a toss-up between them and the Giants. I'm not going to talk about the Seahawks because I have something to say about them later when we talk about sleeper teams. But I do agree with that. You know, Gino does have to show us. But I don't know. Like, I just saw something different. I always talk about people having mental reps, you know. and It's not the worst thing in the world to sit behind somebody. Learning from Russ from all those years. Mm -hmm. Then he was with the Giants at one point, too. So, he, you know, he learned a lot of knowledge. Start, starting off in New York isn't easy for anybody, especially if you don't have success early on. But I just feel like he's a seasoned vet. Like, he he knows all the coverages. He knows all the looks he's going to get. Um, and he's capitalizing off his knowledge and all the stuff he, he's going through over the years. So mm-hmm. I really feel like they're going to pop um, in a way. And I, I just think – I don't think Gino's going to fall off. Like, I'm not saying this is a five- to ten-year thing, but I think he's going to have a little – a side little stay in Seattle. Yeah, and they're doing a great job, you know, rebuilding that roster quicker. Than That's what I was saying, yeah, rebuilding the roster. Like they have a lot of they they drafted well. Like a lot of their young guys have played really well, especially last year. Then obviously, um, no Smith and Jigba. Yeah, so I say they they drafted well this year too. You know, adding to the wide receiver room to help out um, DK, and then um, Kenneth Walker should be back healthy too. So, you know, they could take that next step. I just I don't know. It's just something telling me when I be having good feeling about certain teams. I just feel like they're gonna be a middle of the road type team. But I mean that may be okay in the NFC this year for sure. But um any other like storylines, thoughts on certain teams that you had? Like trying to think. I hit on the Cowboys. You hit on the Dolphins a little earlier. We talked about Sean Payton, Green Bay. I mean, we might as well, we can go ahead and say we're over now to the NFL hot takes, to be honest. Um, right. Yeah, so a few, like, what are a few ones that you have? I guess we can kind of go back to back. I may have like two or I think I have like three. All right. I, I really have a lot, so I'm going to just name them. Some, all right. Whoever listens to this, this is like my, I believe it, but I'm just talking <laughs> crazy with these hot takes, so don't take me too seriously. The first one is the Seahawks are going to win the NFC West. I know that sounds crazy. The Niners have maybe the best roster in football, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I just feel like the Seahawks are coming in a weird way. Like they, they, you know, they surprised people last year, but they built on that. They got Jamal Adams coming back. If Witherspoon, uh, Witherspoon yeah, not Witherspoon, Witherspoon pops, mm-hmm. a secondary could be one of the, you know, top secondaries in the league in a way uh, with the way, um, uh, what's his name, Tariq Woolen emerged. And then you got uh, Quandre Diggs. He's been solid for years. He's an underrated mm-hmm. safety. So I, I just, the Seahawks are a really good roster when you look at it. They have some holes. They do, but. On offense, they're pretty explosive. They can get their two running backs back that are both hurt. You know, that will help out. But I have a sneaky feeling that the the Seahawks are going to rise to the occasion. They probably won't, but I have a <laughs> I just have a small feeling that they're going to take off. And what um, Smith and Jig was going to bring to the intermediate game is going to change their offense in their play action game. So that's my first hot take. Yeah. First hot take. So the Seattle Seahawks win the NFC. Uh, NFC yeah. West. Okay, I like that one. That's not why 49 quarterback cycle could be an issue. They all suck. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But 
I don't see him not. I mean, that like that I said earlier, Purdy did come onto the scene. Like you said, he he looked great, but I mean, you know, he could have a sophomore slump. But who knows? Maybe then Trey Lance comes to save the day. But he said, I mean, they they're the probably the second best team in that division at the moment. Um, so I mean, this could be a possibility that they do win it for sure. Um, my hot take. My hot time, so I'm just think which one I want to start with. Um, my hot take is that Desmond Ritter, not Desmond, no, not Desmond Ritter, but I feel like we'll probably end up trading for a quarterback at some point in the middle of the season because I don't think Desmond Ritter will be the answer. I think he may possibly get benched. He's going to get benched. But we also obviously we have um hometown hero. Why did I forgot his name? Uh Taylor. Taylor, yeah, Heineke backing him up. So I mean he could come in, save the day, but I don't know. I feel like at some point I think we trade for a quarterback. I don't know why I'm feeling it. That's, the the trade last type thing. They talked about trading for Kyler Murray too. And I guess that's not I guess it kind of groups in together. I don't know if Kyler Murray finishes the year with with the Cardinals. I don't know. I I just feel like we saw the turnover last year. We saw kind of like the demise of them. Obviously, D Hop's gone, Watts retired, Buda Baker wants out. I don't know if he finishes the year with them. So hey, real quick, bro. I hear you on that part. I agree with it, but I don't think the Cardinals, there's no I honestly I kind of believe no, nah, I firmly believe that there's no way in hell the Cardinals would trade Kyler Murray if that first pick is not secure. Cause I know a lot yeah. of people don't like the way Kyler Murray acts. I don't sometimes, but mm-hmm. he's a very talented quarterback. And they those people, people like him don't grow on trees either. So if they don't if he gets traded, it'll have to be in the offseason. There's no way they trade him mm-hmm. if, like, and if they don't have season. that number one pick locked up. Cause they might have it locked up. Yeah, they could. They they're probably the worst they team. They got a lockup right going now. into the year. Yeah, I don't know. I just I think something's gonna happen with Dez. He may get benched, or I think, like I said, the two rumors I heard was we may trade for Trey Lance and Kyler Murray, and I feel like it could possibly be a possibility. I don't know if they want to do that, being the type of extension Kyler Murray got, and we just got a at a cap hell, technically, you know, with the Matt um, situation. But I mean, it's a possibility. It could be there. Say like. He's the only thing holding us back. And Taylor, Taylor Haneke, just they don't feel comfortable. He ain't the answer. And yeah. he's available for trades. Could be. Never know. I, don't I got know. a question real quick before we move to the next one. Do you think that uh, do you think Arthur would do that because he's feeling the pressure? Like some people say he's on the hot seat. I don't. What did he go the year? His first year, seven and nine, right? The first year with Matt and them. Yeah, I think he in, I think they end up pulling out seven and or six and what because that that wasn't the year that they had 17 games yet. that was uh yeah no it just happened so it was either six and ten or seven and nine so like he hasn't been seven and nine okay it's mediocre it's not the best but it's not like y'all getting blown out y'all losing close you know one score games so i don't really understand why people saying he's on the hot seat but do you think that's the reason why he'd be willing to you know move on to another quarterback quick he's like i'm not gonna let you play with my job my life could be i mean I mean, he stuck with Mariota a long time last year, but it's like at the same. I understood it, but at the same time, I didn't. Like, uh, after I seen that, uh, after I seen that Panthers throw, where throw he on, yeah, down. from the back, he should have been out of there. I don't know what he was doing, but 
he stuck with him for a long time. So I don't know. I feel like he he tries to grind things out and stick with what he feels like is best for a little longer than what it's supposed to. So I mean that could happen this year. But I don't really see him being on the hot seat this year. I feel like this year is kind of like it's, it'll be more so like next year. I feel like like this year, obviously we got a week division, week schedule. If we start, if we come out doing what we did in what was it, 20, 2020 or 2021? It was one of those years where we came out and we was winning like first four games and then we blew the lead in all for those first four games and went like 0 and 4, something like that, or like 1 and 3. It was that year. If he come out doing stuff like that, I mean, it's a possibility. He could be, his, his seat could get a little warm for sure, but I don't think that'll happen. Um, Cause like with him, like you said, we kind of, we, we've lost close games, but, and in bad ways, but just not like that. That last year we had Dan Quinn. That's what it was. Like we weren't, we've been losing games in a weird way, but not like that. But I think he would be on the hot seat more so if like we come out doing stuff like that, especially in a weak division with a weak schedule, then yeah. But other than that, nah. But like Perez said, I don't know. Trey Lance in the in a Falcon turns lucky goes hard. It could. I think it, shit. I think it could. It may be all right. I don't know what number he'd wear. I think he was he he's number five. He couldn't wear number five. Cause that's Drake London's number, so I don't know what number he'd be with us. Maybe six. Hey, if he weren't, nah, isn't nope, he maybe six? That's seven? cool. Nah, see, yeah, Bijan seven, cool. Six. They're not letting him wear seven. They're right if another quarterback wore seven. Yeah, nah, I don't know what he'd wear. Maybe some some uh, number eight. Oh, Kyle Pitts is eight, and everybody got a low number for us, and it's like key players that got low numbers. Um, but Press said Billichek coaches his last season. That's his hot take. I don't know. I gotta come back. I'll come back with my other hot take whenever you're ready. I feel like Belichick is like pop. Like we always thinking it's about to be his last year and it's not. And then like something like this year, with obviously with, with the Spurs to get the number one overall pick. It's, who knows? Something might like that might happen with with uh, the Patriots. Like they just start losing games and start tanking for some odd reason. They may get Drake May or Caleb Williams. And then he, he there for another – what three four years something like that so i don't know we always it's just synonymous with him I, I think he could but at the same time i don't think it'll be his last year i think he he secretly loves it too much even though he never shows it Bruh, no no you're right i swear <laughs> God, I, that's all about to say like all right he looked like he always mad he doesn't smile he but he like he enjoys going to the office breaking down film like yeah i know it's a 15 hour work day for the most part, but and he old as shit now. But once you're done, he does have a girl. He do got a little shorty. He's not doing anything with that. But <laughs> life get a little lonely, you know, without football. Like as much as he gets on his guys, he loves being around them, the camaraderie, you know, the just the the meetings. Like football is fun. All right, you hate the grind, but like the position meetings are some of the funnest times you have. Like mm-hmm. so much stuff off the field that you do, uh, you know, keeps you around the game. So. Like you said, I think he's having more fun than people think he is. I, I really do think he enjoys football yeah. and coaching. He's not going to stop until uh, Mr. Rubin to kicks him out of here, uh, Rubin Crab. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he'll let him coach as long as he like. He got that seniority. But next hot take, what's your next hot take? All right. I'm going to say this one first because Prez just talked about Belichick. Is it? I mean, you tell me or not. This is hot take. At first, I was gonna sound crazy and I had to think about the AFC, but I think that every team in the AFC East and the NFC North will finish over five hundred. Didn't say they're all gonna make the playoffs because there's too many teams. Yeah. But 
everybody in the AFC East is going to finish over 500. And obviously we know what the other teams have on their rosters, what the Jets added. But the Patriots, I feel like, all right, they didn't do much. But they added Juju, who's a solid possession receiver. They added Mike Gusecki, who's a solid receiving tight end. Not a good blocker, but a good receiving tight end. Mm-hmm. And you just finally – all right, first off, Mac Jones' first year was pretty decent. They went 12-4. and four. They had an offensive coordinator. Last year he had nothing, and they still went 8-9 and nine or 7-10. and 10. So, like, they're not – the Patriots aren't getting blown out. They're still a competitive team. And I feel like Bill O'Brien, all right, although he might not be the best head coach, even though he beat us a lot in Houston, he's a very good offensive coordinator, a good offensive mind. He's been around so many quarterbacks from Tom Brady – he had Christian Hackenberg when he was at Penn State. Um, been with Deshaun. Like, he's been around all different types of quarterbacks. So, I feel like he will – I know he's a little rough. But, I mean, he got coached by Saban, so he'll be fine. But Bill O'Brien is going to get the best out of him. And I feel like that's going to add to a couple more wins. Because we know as long as Belichick's there, the defense is going to be – they're not going to be a pushover. doesn't matter who they have on that roster. He's going to scheme it yeah. up or put guys in position to make plays. So, that's the reason why I think that the Pats are, you know, going to be a little couple games better. And then we know what the rest of the AFC East is going to do. So I think everybody in the AFC East is going to finish over 500. Um, yeah. We might have a surprise on our hand. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but I really – there's a scenario where I don't think the Bills win a division this year. Mm. It's kind of crazy. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough, man. I don't think the Patriots are going to make the playoffs. It could be like a 10-7 or 9-8, and eight, missing it by a game or two like they did last year. But, um, yeah, man, I I truly feel like every team is going to go over 500 in that division. Yeah. And the AFC North, too. AFC North, yeah. too. AFC North, yeah. I'd say more so them. I think if there was a team that was going to have a stinker year, like it would be the Pats, but they'd be closer to five. Maybe like one, two games under 500, like you're saying. So, yeah, but in the AFC North is going to be fun to watch for sure. And one of my my next hot take is going to be on a player in the NFC. Not sorry, NFC AFC North, and that's going to be Lamar Jackson. I think he throws. He should throw for around somewhere between four thousand forty two hundred. I think, and I think he's in the MVP conversation. I don't think he wins it. I don't know if he wins it again, but I think he's up there. I think they can have a solid year. I mean, maybe a lot, put a lot into it because I'm thinking like their offense is going to be like that with Bateman, Odell, and Flowers. And then they still have a great running game. Like their running backs are always hurt, but they also are still solid because I mean, obviously Lamar can run it. Um, you should get back a J- healthy J.K. Dobbins, um, Gus Edwards, if he is still on the roster. So they should be, they should be solid there. But I think. I think he's in MVP talks. He might be second, third, but he should for, for sure throw around about 40. I'd say maybe close to maybe 4,500 yards. I don't know. But I think their offense is going to be legit. Yeah, no, it's definitely a different approach with Todd Monken being there. Um, like, they're going to let Lamar be Lamar and let him run when he needs to, but there's not going to be like the 10. How many design runs do you think he had per game in his MVP year? Like, there was a lot of times when you knew third and two, (laughs) it's either read option or QB power. You either stop it or they're going to move the chains. But I think Todd Monk is going to open up the offense a lot more. And like I mentioned earlier, the weapons they had, um, Zay Flowers, they compare him to Antonio Brown, which is if it it ends up hitting, that's a good comparison. You got AB, I mean, OBJ, who looked 
solid before the injury. And Mark Andrew is his best friend. So, <laughs> hey, man, I, I'm i not surprised by it. Like, I do think Lamar's going to finish in the top five. But then again, I want my guy T-Law to win MVP. But there's just the AFC stack. But overall, oh, MVP. quarterbacks. Too many quarterbacks. You got Mahomes. You got Allen. Burrow. Herbert's due for one. Hurts would have won last year if he didn't get hurt, probably. Um, Aaron Rodgers again. You got Trevor. Deshaun with another, like, if he just pops onto this, back onto the scene this year, I could see him getting some consideration. It's just it's too many to pick from, but this is the most talent. We can all agree this is the most talent Lamar's ever had in his career on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what he does with it. And I've always, on record, I've said this, I've always thought, people slept on the way he threw the football. Like, all right, he might miss some, but he throws yeah. the ball way, way better than people give him credit for. Yeah. He's a cannon, and he's pretty accurate at times. Yeah. Maybe it's like, you know, it's not the smoothest motion or it's a whip motion or people don't think it looks like freaking Peyton Manning throwing the ball, but <laughs> he can throw the ball. He's in the he's in the top 12 of throws of the football, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I see it. And like you said, I, I think they just take that next step. And like I said, it's the most talent he's had, especially in the wide as a you know for a wide receiver core. Um, oh yeah, and I think was going to Des Bryant at one point. Yeah, Des what thirty seven, six, seven year old Des Bryant like caught him off, the, caught him in the middle of the season off of a practice squad. Like, put him on practice squad for a day, had him playing the game next day. I think it was something crazy like that. So it was it or next two days. So it was something crazy, but. That was wild, but yeah, man, that's a. <laughs> guess they had to do what they it's had rough. to do, but it's hopefully rough. everybody stays healthy on that on on in their in that wide receiver core because for some reason their skill position guys are always getting hurt, like every single one of them, like wide receiver, all the way down, running back, Lamar at times. I think Mark Andrews be the healthiest one that's a skill position player, and yeah, tight end. Yeah, so, um. I guess if we did, if we had one more hot take, then we're gonna finish off with our new segment um, yeah. that we're introducing. But got any more? This is not the craziest one, but I think Justin Fields will end the season as a top ten quarterback. Like he'll be in a consideration as, for a top ten quarterback, and the Bears will win the NFC North. Um, like I said earlier, the division's up for grabs. Like either all four teams could win it. Either the four teams mm-hmm. could win it, and I wouldn't be that surprised. But like we talked about, the Bears spent almost all of their money. They kind of went all in on Justin Fields, all in on him and all in to see if he's the guy, if they need to move on. Um, and they have the capital for it, obviously, mm-hmm. with the trade of the number one pick. But adding Darnell Mooney, Claypool didn't really, you know, hit like he was supposed to with the yeah. midseason um, acquisition. But he's good for a couple big plays. You got Cole Komet, who's a nice young uh, tight end. You brought in Tanyan. You drafted an offensive lineman, and I can't remember who what lineman and free agency signed with them, but they got Tremaine Edmonds, um, Unique Ngakwe. They just added a lot of pieces to a bad roster. I'll give you his bad, but TJ Edwards, I think, from the Eagles, too, the linebacker. Um, they just made a lot of moves, and some of those games they lost last year, obviously it's the NFL, so every game is not going to be a blowout, but they had a lot of close losses, too, so I just feel like with the jump with Justin Fields, him adding a number one receiver. Like, Mooney's a good receiver, but he's not a number one. So, when yeah. you add another person with him, you got Claypool, you got two tight ends. The protection will be better. It's another year 
with him in the system. So he's learning more. He knows more verbiage. He has more control of the system. I just think overall it could really turn into, you know, a good season and a division winning yeah. season. Because, you know, every year, bro, we talk about who's good, all the good teams. Yeah. We, you know, we do our standings and stuff, and we have all these teams in last place. And one of those teams every year is a breaking out or coming in first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As of now, I think the Bears are that team. Uh, yeah. And we're going to see what they do. So I'm excited to watch Justin. They definitely could be. Like I said, we talked earlier that division's up for grabs. And like you said, they improved heavily on the offensive side. So it could be one of those sleeper teams for sure. I think I would definitely pick up, pick them as a, as a sleeper team that can creep up in that division. And who knows, maybe in the late in the year being like the wild card, um, the wild card scenario to possibly snag one of the last you know, spots um, in the playoffs. So. I definitely could see it for sure. Um, I say my my last hot take. I kind of got, I got two actually. My last hot take, like you, we we said it earlier. I think it's it's inevitable. Maybe the Chiefs, maybe one of the only ones that we haven't seen it fully from them. But I think the Eagles do hit a a Super Bowl hangover for sure. I think. They lose the. I don't think. I think Dallas probably wins the division. I don't think they get back. I think. I don't think they. I know they don't get back to the NFC Championship. The Eagles do. I think they may get first round playoffs and bounce. So I think they do have that Super Bowl hangover. Um, and they're not as good and cohesive and solid as they think. I mean, they lost. They lost two of their coordinators, right? They lost the offense and defense uh, coordinators, like the head um. ones, right? Spiking went to the Colts, and I think the Jonathan Gannon, he's the yeah. Cardinals. Cardinals, yeah. So they lost both coordinators. Obviously, I mean, they still have a solid group. They they drafted really well, obviously, pretty much drafted all Georgia Bulldogs. But, I mean, that's not – it's saying something, but at the same time, it may not be saying that. I mean, they are rookies. You're going to have to re- – you know, Never know. You know, you're going to rely heavily on them, but you are relying on national championship players to come in and, and fill some important roles. But, I don't know. I think they do have a hangover. I think they – sneak into the playoffs um as to maybe as like a not the top wild card but maybe like fifth seed um but they, i think they get bounced first round like they don't they they have a mediocre year coming off of um the super bowl I don't, I don't think they i don't think they get back to new heights i don't think they continue to dominate like they have i think they play a lot of close games they may pull some out they may not um and they just have that super bowl super bowl slump and they get bounced first round of the playoffs if they make the playoffs so that's my next hot take. And my last one, I'm gonna show a little love to to the Jaguars. I think they I won't say top two. I think y'all I think y'all secure a top three. Top three pick in the, not top three pick. Y'all be a top three pick in the AFC. I think y'all be third third team in the AFC when it comes to the to come down to the playoffs. So obviously Kansas City first. Second spot is just gonna be a toss up. I just don't think it's gonna be off. I think y'all solidified third spot. I like the offense a lot, and like hey, you man, said, I, defensively, didn't really make moves. But I think like that can. I think defense. I think with that, that could come along throughout the year with just reps, and then also you can hit that you know on the trade deadline if if need be. Like I'm sure there'll be some guys that's up for you know grabs that you can trade for um, throughout the midst of the season. But I think, I think. After what I saw last year, especially in the playoffs, I think they're primed to take that next step. T-Law and everybody is. Obviously, you add 
dangerous pass catcher and Calvin Ridley. Um, everyone, you know, got a little bit better. Evan Ingram played actually solid um, as well. Like you said, defensively, y'all have some players. And if you need to, you can trade for a few. But I think with just reps and continue continually just playing with each other, that they'll just get better naturally. So show it a little bit of love. I think y'all, I think y'all take that. Y'all be the third seed in the AFC. Nah, before we move on, I appreciate it, but I'm kind of like my, I know my team, bro. I'm, I'm kind of scared. <laughs> like it's too much hype. I've never like I've never had this much hype around the team. Even when we won in 2017, we're winning. We had a board up, so I'm like, nah, we're not going nowhere. I'm just scared. Like we can, we have all this hype, and we can mess around and not even win a division, and then I make the playoffs. And <laughs> I just don't got time for it right now. Honestly, I'm yeah. taking it week by week. I'm not, you know, not too high, too low. We got a lot of show me games on the schedule. We play the Chiefs week two. We play the Bills after we play y'all in London. I think we play y'all first. I think we play the Ravens, the Bengals, the Niners. Like we got tests on the schedule this year, so we'll see. But I'm not hyping my team up too much because we'll mess around and be zero and three, and I'll be ready to end the season. Throwing the towel in already. <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. I like. I like. I like the squad. I think they they'll come along. So we'll see. Like you said, but I mean, it's the AFC. It's very, very, very competitive. So we won't. I promise you, bro. I I couldn't tell you who's gonna be in the AFC championship game right now. I could say the Chiefs and somebody else, but you just never know. The Dolphins, never. Chargers, the Ravens, the Jets. It's it's too much. The Chiefs could. That's a hot take I'm going to have, but I'm going to save it. I should have said that hot take, but I'm going to save it for another day before the season starts. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying, man, we'll, we'll be having more shows soon, obviously, before probably kickoff weekend. But um, last thing we're going to finish off with is one of our newer segments that we're going to start to introduce. Um, that's wild. It could be, it's going to, it could be a tweet that we see, a story that we see, anything, but it's, it's something that's just, wild just a wild thing in the sports world that we wasn't expecting to happen and this was one of the things shout out to mo he he he, he gave me the idea because he put in the put in one of the chats and it i was reading it and i was like what like i thought i read it wrong I had to go back and reread it again there's no way but um in short former clemson linebacker i think he's at auburn now when they say they said he is um, but former Clemson linebacker uh, T.J. Dudley um, accused, I guess, as of now, but I think it's true, filming teammates in the locker room and selling it and creating the OnlyFans and selling the content. Wild stuff. Like, that's – I was really I was really speechless because, I mean, like, I mean, come on, bro. What are you doing? Like, And they said – I think they said they had to dismiss him. Obviously, he transferred out. But it's like, if you're the teammates and you just finding this out, like, I need my ones. I hope, like, I don't think Clemson and Auburn don't play each other, but I'm like, we're going that, that would need to be a game. Somebody's going to have to, you know, have to put on the schedule because, like, I'm going to need my ones with you. That's crazy to be doing. Like, yeah, like, all right. I, I mean, I guess I don't get it, but just the fact that, like, he was sneaking and taking pictures and stuff of his teammates, like, that's weird for one. That's and then two, yeah. You making bank off me? You're not telling me. You just kind of like that's it's just weird all around. Like I know you know weird stuff goes on in the locker room, but for you like take yeah. pictures and stuff and then start selling them. That's that's like, weird. No, nobody know. Yeah, like how you what you even put it under as? Like how you even 
promote it? Like, what you? How do you start? Like, how people even find it? Like, what are you doing? I have no no idea, but I know wherever he transferred to. Like, once this came out, you know, guys are like looking yeah. at him in the locker room. Like, maybe they, you know, they'll t- they'll take him in as a new teammate. But like, nah, brother, don't be doing that stuff. Like the first time I catch you with your phone out, you gotta run <laughs> or something. Like, I'm not. I'm first not time I catch you with your phone out. Yeah. Like. But no, it's just weird, bro. I don't even have too much to say about it. It's just kind of weird behavior. And then, like, the final straw was him making money off of it and not giving them anything. This is like, NIL, you know, this is NIL deal. Like, it's, you know how much he made? <laughs> like, did you read about how much? I he didn't made? see. I saw the report, but oh, you and no, I didn't see how much was it. I don't know. Like, what if he was making like at least a, even if he was just making a couple thousand a month, like that on top of NIL and then yeah. all the stuff you get that comes with going to Clemson, like you don't have to pay no money for anything for good food. Like you just stack That's and bread. And only NIL only fans deal. That's Crazy. wild. <laughs> that's that's Insane. that's just something I never thought I'd see. It's it is really crazy. Like he's somebody like I don't know. There's just like nobody know. Like I know sometimes, like you said, like wild stuff be going on. People do be recording, you know, just stuff just be going down. But to just like, and I wonder how who I wonder who found out and how they found out. To be honest, like, and how they even found out it was him. But, yeah, he's uh, glad he got out when he did, though. Yeah, because, yeah. still there when I got out, it would have been bad. Definitely would have been bad. But, I don't know. That's just – that's crazy. Um, like I said, Auburn teammates, y'all watch out. We don't want to, you know, him creating another account and, and throwing y'all on there, too. But just weird behavior, like you said. Wild. Um, he couldn't have been – I don't know. I wonder if he played a lot. I was say he couldn't have been no big name. I mean, I think they said he was a – four or five star at a point but you know stars don't really matter regardless weird activity hopefully he puts the, the phone down and focuses more on you know getting in the field pause so we uh we're gonna i guess we're gonna finish it off on that 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 was the west wild story of the day like i said we're gonna bring some more um some more segments like this you know whether like i say it be a tweet video whatever the case may be and a few other segments as well um throughout the year but definitely great first show i know we had to go long because we ain't been we ain't did this in a while so much for sure. nfl talking news that we had to hit on for sure but anything that you had before we we head out that we didn't that we missed uh no nah, not really i'm saving some of the stuff for our future shows but i got a lot of stuff to say before the season starts i'm gonna have a lot of stuff to say uh, during the season too but Y'all don't get tired of me. Uh, it's going to be a rough season for y'all because I'm going to be acting crazy <laughs> as long as my team's winning. But I'm looking forward to the season, looking forward to, you know, doing content with other people in the network and just being consistent with it this year. You know, last season we were a little here and there. We Our lives were real busy. But, you know, yeah. just looking forward to being more consistent, getting back to where we used to be. So, I don't know. Just good show. Um, I, I'm excited for the future in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. He said – I think yeah, first week of well, it kicks off before my birthday, but first week of NFL, it's gonna be around my birthday. Um, so definitely looking forward. It always is though, nine eleven. Yeah, right? it always is. Yeah, it's always like first few days before, so it's always a good little you know birthday gift. Get to watch the the first week of NFL. Last few years, I haven't been blessed with a win for my Falcons. Uh, few years, I thought we were getting it, but it just didn't happen. But you know, this year who we play first? I think we play the Saints. 
it's funny that you say that though. I, I literally watched that was one of the only Falcons games like I watched from start to finish. And Jameis was like three for eighteen, and y'all still yeah, lost. And we still lost the game. What are we doing? I know it's I don't know, whatever. But that <laughs> make sure you clock in. <laughs> make sure you clock out. Crazy. Appreciate your prayers. Prayers for joining in. Ken watched as well. Mr. Anthony Price. Um, and everybody else out there that was watching, like that said. Be coming to you guys weekly. We're gonna figure out the specific day. More than likely, might be Tuesday. I know we used to do it on Tuesday because that finishes out the the um, NFL week. Um, but like I said, we got a lot of things in store. New segments. Gonna be posting a lot more on um, Instagram and TikTok as well. Making short con content for them too. So um, definitely looking forward to it. Like he said as well, partnering with everybody on the network as well. I'm sure we're gonna be doing a lot of See You Sundays. Um, hosting some as well. Um, and then I know uh, Rob got a few things in the work for, uh, for NFL. I think he's about to start dropping his previews on each uh, division um, and conference. And then just check out everybody's work as well. Obviously, Omar, he puts out probably the greatest <laughs> articles ever. He always got one just just throwing them out. Like, I think the Pac-12, yeah, the Pac-12, we didn't talk about it. I know we sometimes do, you know, college football will probably do that throughout the year as well. But Pac-12 announcement uh, about, you know, Arizona, Arizona State and all them moving had just got announced. And, and hours later, he had an article out about it. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, so definitely check out Omar's uh, stuff on offtheballnetwork.com as well. Um, appreciate everybody, for, like I said, tuning in, giving us a platform um, and watching. Make sure y'all follow us on uh the ads down below, obviously Twitter, WTGMTM podcast, and then Instagram and Facebook at what the game means to me as well. Um, but yeah, like we said, we'll definitely be back probably next week. Um, definitely before the beginning of the season. Um, talk a little bit more about what we think going into it. And um, oh yeah, also we'll probably talk a little bit about some fantasy football because I know this year off the ball network we've got a little bit of money on the line. These last few years I've been getting finessed out of winning the championship but this year i gotta come back stronger and better than ever so just watch out y'all gonna have to run me my money but other than that appreciate y'all like i said for tuning in we'll catch y'all next week and um we're out until next time have a good one